Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I am Marshall Berkshire. I'm your guide back to knowing, trusting, loving, and living who you are, which is the solution to codependency, because codependency is living what we think we should be in order to feel safe, get love, be connected. So, um, excuse my voice a bit, maybe my energy level just got over the a really bad case of flu last week. So <clears throat> some people are like, oh, COVID. No, tested negative for that. Just have this. So feeling a lot better, even though I might not necessarily sound like it. But today we have episode 13 of Creating Happy Relationships. We're going to be talking about a concept called impact over intent, which is key to creating intimacy, creating understanding, and creating connection and creating repair, especially repair in conflict and in ruptures that happen inevitably in any relationship we have. So we're going to talk about that here in just a moment. Before we get to that, first need to share this out to the community. So if you're new to me, the community is your safe haven where you can find tools, guidance, and support in your journey beyond codependency and coming back to knowing, loving, living, and trusting who you are. I guide the community, so we're guided by a clear set of rules that give it a structure of safety, clarity, and consent. Uh, If you want to review those rules, the link's above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and to join the community, it's above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and it's on the front page of my website at freetheself.com. If you happen to be listening via podcast, that's where you're going to want to go to check out that information. So I'm going to get that (laughs) shared out now. Hey, Crystal. Good to see you. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. So let's see here. All right. Now we got to click some buttons. Things happen. And voila. Okay. Yay. Let's jump into today. So a key to intimacy, a key to connection, a key to repair when ruptures happen. It's called impact over intent. So this doesn't necessarily completely apply to codependency, but it is something we all do, something I have definitely wrestled with and struggled with. A lot of times when someone says, ouch, that hurts, internally we're like, but that wasn't my intent. And then sometimes we actually say that. That's not my intent. That's not what I intended. And in this moment of rupture, what that does is it ignores the lived experience of the other person and they start to wonder if well if I'm I'm in this situation and I do this to person A person A starts to wonder if uh, I care about how they feel care about their experience if I've heard them if I see them if I value them now on my end I'm starting to get defensive I'm starting to wonder if they think badly of me or if there's something wrong with me or or they're they're being it's too sensitive or something like that. This is something I lived through myself because that was my reaction to people's feedback, behavior that I would do that would impact them in painful ways. That perspective, ooh, they think bad of me or they're too sensitive or, you know, but what do I, you know, but now it's about how I feel about what you're telling me. That kind of perspective is, it's immaturity. It emerges out of a lack of emotional maturity and mental awareness that, hey, 
my choices and actions create impacts in people's worlds, and I need to understand what that is if we're going towards connection. Now, generally, there's a lot of context that has to come around this. So I have to determine what that is, what is the context, and, and then that determines what kind of approach we have about the impact we have. The rule I tend to follow on this, and this is where this principle of impact over intent comes into play, is that we should at minimum acknowledge that impact. Hey, I see that that hurts you. I apologize. Or I'm sorry that my intent was this and I wanted to do this instead. That That's a lot of times where we end up going. So let's lean into this a little bit more and explore it. So an unhealthy or immature approach responses to impact is a defense response. Like, oh, I'm going to get defensive. I'm going to protect myself. No, didn't, you know, you're misunderstanding me. Now you're the problem. That's immaturity. In maturity, what happens is we have grown enough to build the capacity and the awareness of how we handle feedback from other people. So if I'm walking along and I step on person A's toe and they're like, ouch, my mature response is going to point towards understanding, acknowledging and understanding and even legitimizing their experience. So it's like, oh, I'm sorry, person A. I, I see I did that. I see that impact. I apologize. That is what it means to register impact before intent. Because me, I didn't intend to step on their toe. It just happened. So there isn't an ill intent in the background on my part. In the moment of a complaint being given or an awareness, a boundary being executed or an impact being clear, you know, voiced about a choice and action I've taken or another person's taken towards this person, that's the moment where the rupture can be repaired. It's the moment where intimacy can be achieved because intimacy is the act of understanding something that's been revealed to us that's vulnerable. But this is also the moment where conflict can escalate. This is where a breach, a small breach, small rupture can become much larger, especially if we ignore or deny that experience. We gaslight it or we experience someone else doing that to us. We start to feel like we can't trust them. We don't feel safe with them. We don't feel seen. We don't feel valued, vice versa. So this moment when a complaint or an awareness of impact is communicated, this is the moment that matters the most. Because it takes 10 seconds of discomfort on my part if I've stepped on someone's toes to empathize, to acknowledge, legitimize, and empathize with that. It's like, oh, yeah, I am sorry. What could I do differently? That instantly repairs the breach, strengthens trust, builds safety so more vulnerability and more intimacy emerge. Further, another thing going on in this is my communication is really clear. Hey, yeah, I see I had that impact on you. I'm sorry. Now, their communication was also clear in this as well. They're like, oh, ouch, when you did this, it hurt. Like, Oh, yeah, what could I do different? Hey, you could do this, do it this way. That's how it would work for me. Boom. This is an emergence of maturity, okay? When people make a bid for connection or a bid for repair by voicing the experience they had of another person's choice or action, they are advocating for the 
for the survival and the thriving of the relationship. They're making a bid to keep the connection open. They're making a vulnerable act by revealing this to the other person. And in a healthy dynamic, the person that created the impact with their choice and action by acknowledging it reciprocates that vulnerability, returns to that person trust, warmth, and regard. Because it's like, yeah, we're both trusting that we have a positive intent in the background here. So if I'm the one receiving the back the, the feedback, I'm trusting the other person's coming at me from a sincere position of ouch, rather than trying to make me the bad guy. And they're trusting that I didn't intend to do that. It wasn't malicious or ill intent. That it was an accident and that I have a different intent in mind. This comes from a premise called positive warm regard. Positive warm regard is one of the eight relationship bare minimums that I teach in the relationship strategy. And it's part of how trust functions and how secure attachments operate. Because these eight principles of boundary respect, reliability in that boundary respect, and integrity and accountability. Accountability itself, taking accountability and then giving accountability. Eight hey, that hurt. Could we try something different? Respect of privacy, both our own and others. The act of integrity, keeping our word, and then correcting things when we do not keep our word and getting back into alignment with ourselves, along with positive, warm regard, acceptance, and empathy. These are those eight principles of relationship, of the eight relationship bare minimums in which healthy relationships are built on. Well, here in conflict... Here in this rupture, is that positive warm regard? Is that integrity and in the action or that accountability and action that allows the relationship to survive and then thrive? Because that's the key here, guys. Most relationships orbit, uh, the, the, the quality of their life or the relationship orbit how their conflict is managed because conflict determines how vulnerable how much intimacy and how much safety is in the relationship. And that's that's kind of the rub with it. If we don't handle conflict well, we don't repair effectively, we're going to have a very bumpy and unstable road ahead of us. So the, I have learned through a lot of experience the easiest way to build repair in a relationship is to acknowledge that impact, legitimize it, empathize with it, and let that person know that Hey, I see you. I care about you. Because the premise here is that I care about them and they care about me. That's the priority. That's what care shows up as in relationships is I care about how you're feeling, what you're going through. Now, if a behavior I do hurts you, I care about that because that's part of me caring about you. And they care about me, so they're interested in how I'm going to they're interested in how we can repair this and make it safer so we can maintain that intimacy, that secure attachment, the bond that we've formed. So that's the power here and the importance of acknowledging impact over intent. Now, sometimes intent actually matters. So some occasionally the person who, who went through the impact will be like, hey, what were you trying to do there? What's going on for you there? Oh, I was going for this. I thought it would be fun. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Now we know that wasn't fun for me, so let's try this different thing out. The goal here, the, the acknowledgement here is that the person affected 
by the choices and actions taken by the other individual is able to acknowledge the positive warm intent that was behind that person's attempt to connect with them or contribute to them or do something. This preserves well-being, trust, and intimacy in the relationship because, again, everyone's coming from positive warm regard towards each other. Now, since most of us come from codependency, we have actually experienced the opposite of this. We have been treated with ill intent. A lot of times, toxic, unhealthy, or abusive people come at us with ill intent. Like, oh, you deliberately meant to do that. You did that to ruin my day. You did that to upset me. You should have known that that would blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. And that destroys trust. But this is also where we learned to internalize their reactions as something we caused uh, by something we did or didn't do. So when we come into relationship and we start receiving this from someone, that's a red flag for us now because we're not looking to to uh, be in relationship with people who lack positive warm regard for us. We're looking to build relationship with people who do. And in the relationship tr- strategy, I teach you how to detect people who do that, to, uh, specifically detect people who have positive warm regard for you and how to walk away and exit interactions with people who do not. I also teach you how to use this impact over intent approach to quickly rectify ruptures in any relationship that's going on where everyone has this healthy premise of coming at each other from positive warm regard rather than this ill intent. And further, it helps you break the cycle of internalizing that external claim against you, that judgment, that projection or blame. So that means, hey, I don't have to internalize their behavior is something I caused, I can look at it from my adult view and go, wow, this is something they're bringing to the table. Is this what I want? Because we're all adults here. And our job is to own our behaviors, own our choices, and then acknowledge that impact and move towards connection and repair if that's what's appropriate for that relationship. And that's what I teach you how to do Well, it's part of what I teach you how to do in a relationship strategy because I'm going to teach you how to do three specific things. Detect organic compatibility and build relationships from that. How to build and operate from consent and privilege rather than entitlement and obligation, which moves into this um, impact over intent. And then how to build reliable, resilient, fulfilling intimacy and connection in your relationship so that you – so conflicts when they do arise because they will – add to your relationship. They increase the intimacy, the happiness, the understanding, and the connection, and the safety. So ultimately, with these three things, you exit the course knowing how to build relationships where you feel safe, where you feel seen, valued, and loved for who you are, and they feel the same way too. So a little fun thing on the relationship strategy. It's, it starts this Sunday. Enrollment closes this Friday, so you got four days to do that. And enrollment includes access to the happiness after codependency system, which means you'll get access to the self-trust course, the heal yourself strategy, which is all about healing the trauma bond with restoring safety, sanity, and sovereignty. And then the know yourself strategy, which teaches you how to know yourself, love yourself, be yourself. So you get the entire system that takes you from codependency to interdependency by enrolling in the relationship strategy. So 
Yeah, I can do that today, guys. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, or on my front page at freeyourself.com. I hope this made sense because I'm still a little not on my A game here thanks to recovery from the thing from last week's flu experience. But I hope this has added to your journey. When you encounter conflict, someone brings a complaint or a pain to you, acknowledge it. Like, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from even if you don't necessarily agree with it. Because that's another component here with conflict is we tend to come from right and wrong. Oh, I'm right. You're wrong. You're not getting this right. And that just ruptures. That, that just expands the rupture and turns things into a battlefield. What we want to do is move towards understanding. And understanding means, okay, acknowledge that my behavior impacted you this way and I care about that. That matters to me. What can I do differently that would better impact your world? This is for people in healthy, safe relationships. If you're in a toxic relationship, I recommend leaving that relationship. And if you need time, planning, and structure in order to do that, I recommend learning how to gray rock, how to keep things simple, plain, and direct, and based around the facts only as much as possible until you can exit that dynamic. Now, if you're in a relationship where you guys are struggling with communication and conflict management, this process can help by you simply acknowledging the impact. Just acknowledge it. It's like, you may not agree with it. You may not understand it. That doesn't matter. What matters is, oh, I see that you're living this experience. I care about that. What can I do differently? And then understand what the other person's trying to communicate. They just want to feel closer and safer with you. And they're trying to tell you what not to do to do that. And then hopefully they can tell you what to do instead. Which brings us to the other side. We'll just keep going here. If you're the one giving the complaint, you're the one saying, ouch, this hurts. Tell them what hurt. Hey, when you do this, it hurt. And then tell them what works. If you do this instead, it helps me feel closer to you. And that's how I feel better. I feel more loved. I feel safer. That matters right there. Because now you're helping them understand your context more, get more connected with your lived experience and what you're looking for. And there isn't a blame game anymore in this. Notice in my language, it's like, I hurt when you did this person A. If you do this, I'll feel safer. I'll feel more close. I'll feel this works better for me. Because I, my, my hunch is you wanted to share something or do something that was loving and it didn't land that way. Here's what would be loving to me in this. That helps them understand do you see them and helps them understand what to do differently. Because my, my guess is most people want to do better. You just need to be shown how to. Tell us what to do. We can do it. And, and then they can take it. They can implement it. You guys can discuss the implementation, get it refined, and you'll get the hang of it. So yeah, I hope this makes sense. Let me know if it does in the comments below. So go gently with yourselves, my friends. Come join us in the, the relationship strategy and can rule for the next four days. Links above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Otherwise, put this into use. If you receive feedback that's like, ouch, acknowledge the ouch, ask what you can do differently, and then implement implement that and see what that teaches you. And if you have an ouch to communicate, communicate the ouch. Hey, 
I felt hurt by this or confused by this. Here's what would help me. And then tell them what would help you. No blaming. No making each other the bad guys because neither of you are. It's more about trying to understand each other, reach towards each other, have a little trust and that positive more regard for each other. And that can help you achieve a lot more repair and a lot more intimacy in your world because it's coming. Regardless of how much work you do, there will always be, I stepped on your foot. I stepped on a toe. I touched something that was sensitive and didn't understand that. And repair is the necessary skill to moving towards more intimacy, trust, and happiness in any relationship you have. So go and play. Be safe out there, my friends. And I will see you guys in our next episode tomorrow as we dive more into these concepts. Bye-bye, guys.